You are listening to the Balkan Bread Podcast. This is a podcast created to connect to Yaspora worldwide by sharing each other's stories. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Balkan Bread Podcast. My name's Amina, and thank you guys so much for being here. So I got inspired to record this episode because Instagram has actually been down for, gosh, probably four or five hours right now, Um, pretty much like almost kind of half the day, which is insane. And I know that sounds like so petty just to complain about that, but not being able to, like, I keep clicking the app, like, thinking that I'm going to be able to, like, post on our story or just interact with you guys and, you know, saying, you know, an error has occurred, we cannot process your request or whatever is just like the biggest slap in the face. It's kind of like when you're abroad and you're trying to use your phone and you don't have, you know, internet there unless there's like Wi-Fi and you like pull it out of your pocket just out of habit trying to, um, you know, check your apps and your social media and it's so funny. So it kind of reminded me of that. But not being able to be on it also made me realize how much I rely on Instagram and not necessarily from like a personal perspective and just using it as a platform where I can you know share my life and you know share my highlight reel as we like to call it on there and unfortunately you know some people and I think we all to a certain extent use it to kind of validate ourselves in a way Aside from all of that, you know, it's such an imperative tool for your business, no matter what kind of business you have. It doesn't matter if you're selling clothes, um, if you're selling, you know, your coaching services or whatever it may be. It's so important. And it just made me think about, oh my gosh, you know, I wonder, or I guess in a way I know because of the numbers, you know, how many people I've converted into customers just like from the Instagram account and also people that I've met from this app like it's absolutely insane so anyway I'm gonna kind of talk about that a little bit more on this episode and yeah as I was realizing all of these things just like an hour ago I was also thinking about um, this past year and I was just reflecting on everything that's happened with Balkan Bread because in case you guys didn't know it's actually officially been one year since we started and you know launched this business essentially which is a really still weird kind of thing for me to say you would think at this point I would feel comfortable being like yeah you know this is my business this is what I do but I think it's also something that comes over time and it's to a point where you want to be confident in your business but you also don't want to sound full of yourself and like you know everything because I definitely don't know everything I'm constantly learning something new each and every single day and that's one of my favorite things about being an entrepreneur and you know working for myself so yeah today's episode is just gonna walk you guys through the main I guess turning points and main accomplishments but also the struggles and things that I had to go through 
for this entire year of, you know, starting my business. Um, you know, most businesses fail within the first year. I'm pretty sure there's a study about that somewhere. Um, and yeah, most businesses aren't even profitable in that first year. So the fact that I have been able to retain, you know, some kind of profit from it is incredible. But at the same time, that's not really what I'm mainly concerned with. You know, this started as an idea that I never ever thought like would actually work. And if you guys have listened to those first couple episodes of this podcast where I kind of touch on, you know, how I started this and everything like that, I kind of dive a little bit more into it. So I'm not going to dwell too much on the whole, like, you know, overcoming all of your, um, what are they called? Like your limiting beliefs and things like that. I'd rather just kind of dive into when I first started and yeah. So Okay, gosh, now I have to like rewind back. I'm really kind of bad and I'm starting to realize this as my life like starts to go through all of these different changes and turning points. Everything is happening all at once, all the time. And sometimes you you just don't really have time to like sit down and process everything and like reflect on what you've been through and what you've actually accomplished. And I think it's really important to do that. You know, people are like, oh, you don't need to dwell on the past too much. You should be, we're constantly focused on the future and what's going to happen next that we forget to, you know, live in the present. But also I think a big part of that is looking back on everything that we have done thus far and you know just being grateful for all that we've accomplished throughout this whole process so that's my whole thing this entire business has been built off of gratitude and I think that's you know part of the reason why it's worked so well but yeah the very first I guess major 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 event it wasn't really that big of a deal but the first thing that you know when I got this idea and I was like okay I know I want to make clothes I want to make sweatshirts it all started with the sweatshirts and I thought that was going to be it kind of Um, of course as time goes on you're like well I might as well expand to all these other products why not so I ordered the very first like prototypes of the sweatshirts just because I honestly like had no idea about printing on clothes I wasn't even familiar with you know the different um just like apparel brands like that you can print on wow I don't even know like what the terminology is for this but you have like Gildan you have you know Bella and Canvas which all of our v-necks are printed on and then you also have um just like there's so many different ones honestly which is insane but Anyway, learning all of that and then just learning the process of like printing on clothes was all brand new to me. But I was like, you know what? We're just going to try this. We're going to see if it works. So I made the very first two sweatshirts, which were the Dino one and the Kafa sweatshirt. So I ordered them. I got them in the mail and I was like, okay, we're going to we're going to see. And I ordered them because obviously like I did not have the money to get a ten thousand dollar printing machine Um, at this point it's not like I had some angel investor that was willing to invest in this business model that I didn't even know what the business model was for it yet so anyway that's why I kind of ordered them just to see what they would look like and so they came out really well a lot better than what I was expecting um 
at the time I was still kind of like finalizing the logo the logo looked totally different than what it is now um gosh if you guys ordered stuff back when we first started you probably have clothes that has the old logo on it um so you'll know what I'm talking about but anyway they looked good I was like okay we're gonna take photos I don't really know but we're gonna do something I know I need photos I know I need content so that was like my first kind of initial thought like the thing that I had to do so I enlisted the help of my friend Manella who I feel like I talk about her on every episode so I'm sorry if you get sick of hearing that but um yeah Manella helps with a lot of different aspects of Balkan bread and She's helped me with uh, the majority of the photography, which has been super awesome. And so with her and then our friend Elma, we just decided, we're like, okay, we're going to go take photos. Let's do this thing, essentially. And I will say, I actually met Manella on Instagram. Like, it's so bizarre because we're both from, like, we both live in Atlanta, but I'd never met her. She, like, knew my cousin and knew all these other people that... I knew and it was just very strange because I'd never met her before. Granted, I wasn't super involved in the Bosnian community up until maybe like a few years ago, so that could explain it, but it was just really funny that we hadn't crossed paths at some point. So I had somehow come upon her account um, when I was in Bosnia, I think it was in 2016, and I remember following her. I just liked her photos and I saw she was living in Atlanta. I was like, that's cool. Followed her, like some of her photos, kind of forgot about it. And then literally like six months after the fact, she, I guess, I don't know, I guess she hadn't followed me back or something. I'm not really sure what happened to be quite honest. But um, anyway, she came back and like followed me and liked a bunch of my stuff. And so we started talking and we decided to meet up and yeah that's literally how we met which is pretty crazy like the fact that you can meet people from the exact same town that you live in like people that could be like literally like your next door neighbor who have so much in common with you but you would have never like met because you know if it weren't for social media is insane to me so anyway that's just a little side note for you guys pretty important to touch on but yeah, we had our first photo shoot, uh, gosh, I believe it was on March, I think it was March 11th, something like that, and yeah, it went well, I got the photos, I was like, great, now keep in mind, we only had two products for this photo shoot, so not a lot to work with here, but hey, we got some cool photos, we we started somewhere, and I think that's the most important thing um, to take away from this, is that you have to start somewhere, if you're waiting to, you know, be ready and to have all this money to put into, you know, your dream, like, you're never gonna start, I'm just gonna tell you right away, like, it's just, it's just not gonna happen, because you're basically letting all these things uh, pile up and be an excuse, Um, and I think the reason that I always kept going, even though, you know, I was in college at the time, broke college student, like, I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew why I was doing it and that's the most important thing um, is your why you that's what's going to keep you going like if you don't have a why you're not going to have a business at all so anyway that was the first major step and then after that um, you know I was like okay I put up the shirts on Etsy and I was like all right let's do this you know let's let's sell some shirts and see what happens and keep in mind, I had absolutely no expectations for this, like, I honestly thought this was, like, a really 
like crazy idea and I was like people are gonna look at these clothes and like think they're not even cute or that like who's actually gonna wear this like that's literally what I was thinking but I felt the fear and I did it anyway and I was so surprised because within like posting those photos that day I started to get orders for shirts and I was like oh my gosh like you know I think that first day we got like seven or eight orders and I was just so like sitting there just like in shock I was like oh my freaking gosh like this is insane and yeah like people that I'd never even you know you would think like when you first start your business it's just gonna be like you know your family and friends obviously are gonna want to support you and you know, buy your stuff and things like that, but, you know, I was getting orders from people that I'm, I didn't really even know, you know, that well, or didn't know, um, if it hadn't been for social media and things like that, so anyway, that was really crazy, um, when we launched that Etsy shop and did all of that, uh, another thing that I just remembered, I don't have it written down, but, very first thing was a giveaway and I you guys always see giveaways on Instagram that's like a big big thing it's become such a huge thing and now they're getting even more intense I feel like especially if you guys follow a lot of like fashion fashion wow I can't speak English um fashion bloggers um they're always posting those like joint giveaways and things like that so um, one of our followers, I think it was Ezra that actually recommended this to me. Um, Ezra, if you're listening, hello, but, um, Ezra is a fashion blogger. She's awesome. She's also, um, living in Atlanta and she was like, you know, I think it'd be really beneficial if you did a giveaway, um, maybe collaborated with some other people. Like, I'd love to help you out. And I was like, yeah, like, let's do it. So got her together, got Manila together. Who else was in the giveaway? Um, Zumbretta, if you guys follow her, Bloom with Zoom, and then, um, gosh, who was it? Was it Melissa? Gosh, I'm, like, struggling now to remember. This was, like, not even that long ago. Anyway, we did a joint giveaway with the four of us, and so the idea was we would all post at the exact same time, and we would pick a winner from each girl's account, so we'd have, like, four four winners total, Uh, or maybe it was even five, because I think I ended up posting each girl's, like, photos in one post on our account, if that makes sense. Sorry if this is hard to follow, but the point of this is the giveaway did so freaking well, and people were super excited. That was definitely when I saw a big, like, follower increase, um, which is expected because, you know, people are tagging their friends and their friends are finding your account and of course in the rules usually you have to be following you know the account and things like that so huge success um was super happy with how that turned out I had a lot of people just reaching out and messaging and being like oh my gosh you know I love what you're doing all this kind of stuff so that was like the first initial kind of buzz and yeah it was really great and keep in mind like when we did that giveaway, we did not have a huge follow. Like, I mean, honestly, now we have, I think we almost have 3,000 followers on Instagram, which isn't a lot compared to, you know, some of these bigger brands and things like that. I still value every single one of our followers, and I think it's great that we've been able to grow in such a short amount of time. But at the time we did the giveaway, I mean, we didn't have I don't think we even had 500 followers like I'm not even kidding like it was not a lot and then afterwards that's kind of when we started to see so many people following and things like that so that was super fun 
the next, I guess, major step, which, gosh, this was so random, and I keep using the word bizarre, but I don't want to say bizarre. I think this was one of those kind of like signs from the universe. You guys know I'm very spiritual and things like that, so I always envisioned like after doing that, you know, whole giveaway and collaboration with those girls, I was like, you know what? I envision the people that are wearing Balkan bread, you know, I was kind of thinking in the beginning to target more, obviously our demographic was more like women and, you know, female based in the beginning. And I think it's definitely grown into having, I wouldn't say it's a 50, 50 split, like quite yet in terms of our customers who are ordering, but it was definitely primarily like female customers in the beginning. So, I was kind of targeting more like, you know, like millennials, I guess I will say, even though I hate to like use that term, but people who were the same age as me and, you know, maybe like YouTubers or bloggers or things like that. So anyway, I found this super cool fashion blogger. I think Manella may have even shared it with me. I don't remember, but um, she living in New York City. She had over like the 10k followers and things like that. So super cool. She, gosh, now I'm going to butcher it and I feel so bad, but she's basically mixed. So I think she's, uh, is it, gosh, she's from Kosovo, Albania, and then I think some Bosnian blood maybe. Anyway, so I was planning on reaching out to her and I was thinking to reach out maybe a little bit later on, like once we have established the brand a little bit more because you know I don't want to say that followers like don't matter and things like that but you know people are gonna look at your account and see how many followers you have and see if this is a legitimate thing that you're doing so I thought I was gonna wait to reach out to her and then it's so interesting so we posted the giveaway I remember that because we were in Seattle that weekend for the diaspora conference and then we're on the plane and we're about to go home I'm checking my email and I kid you not I had an email from this fashion blogger like her it was her it was Selma I was like oh my god this is insane I had interacted with her maybe on social media a couple times but it's not like we were best friends on there or anything else so it was so random and I was like oh my god and basically it was a typical just like PR like blogger type of email reaching out um you know asking it if we could collaborate with her and send her a sweatshirt and you know that whole deal and stuff like that super professional she was super sweet and so of course I wanted to do it at that point and Keep in mind, I did not have any type of <laughs> collaboration program in place. Like, none of that was a thing. I had draft, I drafted up, like, some guidelines real quick after she had sent me the email and, like, an agreement and things like that just for, you know, liability purposes. But, <laughs> yeah, I really didn't know what I was doing at that point. But I was excited. And I was like, you know what? We're going to do it. Like, she's excited. And I know she's going to take good content and, you know, take good photos because that is what she does. So, yeah, I got back the photos. I was blown away just the way that she styled the um, sweatshirt with just like her overall style. The pictures are awesome. You guys have probably seen them. Um, She is an icon. I love her. So, 
anyway that was super fun and yeah that was like our first collaboration so that was in may i believe yeah may of last year so moving on i guess into the summertime so we're still on etsy everything's going like pretty smoothly and i will say i don't know if people are keen to know this or if it's even like an important detail in the story but a lot of people have ideas and they want to act upon them but they feel that they don't have the time to put into that especially if you are working a full-time job and you still want to do something on the side and you know have another income stream which I highly encourage like never rely on just one source of income there are so many different ways out there that you can make money that you probably just don't know about or have overlooked or just like haven't put thought into I'm not really sure but yeah it can be hard absolutely but at the same time I've met people who have been working full-time jobs and have you know come home from work and they work on their business and they might even have you know younger kids but they're still their show their why is strong enough to where they can put the time into it so for me, I, um, this was, so I started this, this was my last year of college, um, yeah, my last semester actually, which is insane to think about, um, this would have been, I don't know if I would have been able to manage this all throughout college, just with, like, my course load and things like that, but I had been working, um, pretty steady job, like, I always had hours, it was pretty practically full-time, like, it was, like, pushing onto a full-time position. It was technically part-time, but I was pretty much working full-time without the benefits as a student. So I decided to step down from that position for a little bit. It was consuming my life, and it was just getting to the point where I was like, you know what? I can take I can take a break. It's okay. Like I can still live and get by, and I'll be fine. I know that's not the case for everyone, and not everyone is going to be as fortunate as I was to be able to do that but you know luckily it worked out that way so I kind of took some time off I still work there I just did not work as frequently as I used to and I did this on the side but I definitely didn't pour as much energy into it those first maybe like three months as I have now or at least I feel like I have. I feel like I've done so much more within the past six months than I did um, in the first like six months of starting but anyway um, yeah so I did that. It was really scary because you're going from having you know this like consistent paycheck essentially to relying on making the money and if you don't make the money from your business it kind of all goes back to you like there's no one else to blame really um if you don't make a sale obviously there are so many other factors that go into it and you know all these different things but it's not like when you're working somewhere and I don't want to say just show up and get paid but it's kind of like that um this is all on you like this is literally if you fail it's kind of your fault and it's kind of if you don't get paid well that's on you type of thing so anyway that was all going on and yeah May I ended up graduating from college which was super exciting and I was just kind of looking at different ways to expand um I was going to Bosnia that summer and just a lot of things were happening in my life um Uh, I guess I can talk about that later. I won't touch on that yet. But another thing that people were asking about, which something that happens a lot when you're an entrepreneur is 
people start to demand things from you that you would have never anticipated. And I don't know if there's like a term for this type of thing happening, but that was definitely what started happening with Balkan Bread because all of a sudden I'm getting all of these people saying, hey, you should totally make clothes for kids. And I'm like, yeah, like I should, like that's such a good idea. But problem is I have absolutely no idea how to do that. I mean, I know how to make clothes an adult you know unisex sizes but for kids like really and so um I was talking to some of the moms who had like suggested this idea and they were like can you make a shirt that like says this this is like so funny and just all these different things and so I was like you know what I'm just gonna figure it out I'll bite the bullet and see what happens and once again felt the fear and did it anyway and somehow we ended up being able to make kids clothes (laughs) which yeah like I said when I first started like as I just told you guys that was not really my (laughs) intended I guess like target market it was just like something that happened and you just kind of go with it because you're like well there's another kind of niche within this niche that I've already created so yeah this was super fun and I actually had um there's a really funny photo god it's kind of old now I wonder if you guys have even seen it if you've been following us but um my uh friend Aida she's so cool she has the cutest kids ever like so cute anyway so her husband is in the military and they have been living in different countries and like traveling they travel all the time um I think now they're back um back here in the states but they were going to where was this photo taken I believe it was taken in the Maldives hopefully I'm saying that right but it's so funny she had the idea I honestly she had reached out to me and was like you know what Mina like we travel to so many places I could probably get some cool photos for you if you'd like you know I have some ideas I'd looked at her feed and I was like she's pretty creative she's super cool so I was like you know what let's do it so I sent her a couple items and I love the photo that she got of her son it's so funny so it's in the Maldives so you can see like all the different like palm trees and the blue water in the background and then her son is sitting um, on like the boardwalk or just like the sand. Um, and so he's wearing a onesie and it's the onesie that says, I don't want no fries, give me chivapi. And he has like a plate of french fries in front of him. Just the way that she staged that photo, I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. When you see a product that you've made go somewhere as f- like further than freaking Bosnia, like that's insane. So yeah I was just like wow I had a loss for words and I'm at a loss for words now sometimes I think about I'm like how did this stuff even happen like I honestly I mean this this is crazy this is insane so all of that's happening um I go to Bosnia I'm still managing the business and thinking of new ideas and one of the things that happened unfortunately a few weeks after my graduation um was my dad passing away so that was something that I had to deal with and I was like oh my god you know this is terrible it's the worst thing ever I'm not gonna talk about it too much because I feel like I've talked about it so freaking much on this podcast but one of the things that we wanted to do was to create a dedicate dedication wow a collection dedicated to him and so 
that's when we came up with the Spoke Tabit collection, which ended up launching in October, um, October 11th, I believe it was, and it was super special, um, yeah, it was amazing, you guys should go check it out, I'm not gonna dwell too much on it, on this episode, but there is a blog post up on our website, um, kind of explaining more what it's about, who it's dedicated to, and it's a really good example of putting meaning into your work and putting meaning into what you do, you know, it really doesn't matter what you sell at the end of the day, like the type of product, um, you know, people aren't buying your product, they're buying like why you're doing this and they're bu- they're buying your why, they're buying like why this is special and why this is important to them, they're buying your story and <laughs> It makes perfect sense, you know, when it goes, it ties in so well with what Balkan Bread is all about because it's all about stories and it's all about connecting people. One of the things, you know, and as you continue as an entrepreneur, you kind of start to shift your vision for things, your vision for your business and what you had originally thought in the beginning has kind of turned into something completely different and that's okay, but at the same time, you're going to have certain things that you know in your heart like this is what my value is and this is kind of my mission and for me I never wanted it to just be about the clothes I wanted it to be about a community of people coming together because that's something that I felt was lacking and that's something that is present in so many different communities and cities and countries right now where where there are diaspora but maybe there just aren't that many of you, you know, not everyone lives in St. Louis or Chicago or New York or wherever all of these large communities are and you start to feel isolated and you start to feel like out of place and you might even start to feel like ashamed for who you are and where you come from, which you should never feel that way, but it's crazy what can happen um, in those moments. So I wanted it to be for, you know, not only the people that have always felt a really strong connection to their culture, but also to the people who have maybe felt a little bit lost in, you know, where they actually come from and where they stand. So I think we've done a pretty good job at setting the stage for that and getting people to be aware of that. And when people see Balkan bread, you know, that's what they ultimately think of, which is amazing, like still incredible. I'm honestly just as I'm recording this I'm like holy crap like what have I done like what have I even created like this is insane um this is very humbling actually but yeah so we did that another thing that was so popular on Instagram were the templates that we made if you guys remember the templates (laughs) let me know um it's kind of hard to come up with new ones just because I feel like there are only so many things that you can do without getting to the point of like being annoying like there are only so many singers that I can put on one or something like that but the first template that we created was the this or that one for all the different Balkan foods and I just thought it'd be fun I didn't really expect anything out of it a lot of these things I will admit I just did them and I was like we're just gonna see what happens like when I made that template I was like okay you know, maybe a few people will repost this. I don't I don't really know what's going to happen. Oh gosh, wow. If I had known, honestly, if I had known earlier how much of a difference this can make, and I don't know if this has like been a proven, like one of those proven Instagram strategies, but it's just something that 
ended up working for us. Um, so we posted that template and, you know, obviously the idea behind the template is to circle your choices. So it's this or that, you know, there's different words in the left column and different words in the right column or different dishes in this case. And so it's great for your engagement and boosting, you know, your exposure because people are going to repost the template. They're going to tag you. They're going to tag their friends and, I kid you not, within less than 48 hours, we got close to a thousand followers on our Instagram just from that template. Like, I'm still in shock. I was like, I never thought that some silly little thing I made with like Bosnian or Balkan foods on it would, you know, attract so many people to the account, but it did. And so that's a prime example of just trying out different things and kind of seeing what's going to work out for you. Another one of the things that was an idea in my head and, you know, one of those things I was like, okay, we're going to do this eventually. I don't really know when, but that was the coordinates collection, which, wow, I mean, this collection has exploded. Um, It's definitely grown into like our best-selling collection by far. And so I thought it'd be cool. I was like, oh yeah, you know, put some cities and some coordinates and, you know, it can be, you know, that's literally a little piece of home. It has your, you know, home city on it. So I didn't really know where I was going. I was planning to do a big photo shoot with it and, you know, all these different things. And I ended up, I was like, you know what? I just want to put this out there and kind of see how people respond to it first before I go out and, you know, try and take photos in all these different city sweatshirts and things like that. So, of course, the response was so well, and people were like, can you add my city? Can you add this city? You should add this city, and I love it. I'm not even trying to, like, complain at all. I think it's amazing, and it's incredible, and it shows how much diversity there is and how many people there are from so many different places. I mean, we get emails every single day that are just requests for different cities to add to the collection which I'm just getting now caught up on a lot of them so I apologize if you've been waiting for a like custom sweatshirt which isn't really something that I've talked about a whole lot but you know for our followers that are super sweet and super nice I have kind of gone that extra mile and like made custom ones for people of course you know, if I promise that to everyone, then I think it would get a little out of hand. Um, that's another thing I have to sit down and look at the process of making it because it's it's a little more time consuming to do that and to just have, you know, people buy things that are already on the website. So yes, always working and trying to, you know, extend all the product lines and make sure that it's reflective of all of the nationalities, you know. I understand that like a lot of the things on the website are you know mainly reflective of you know Bosnia and things like that but I also want to make sure that all of the other countries aren't being neglected either so that's something that we're working on understand that and I mean I would love to expand even more with you know different like phrases and like Albanian or you know just like different languages like that because I don't even know Albanian, so I might have to (laughs) recruit someone on the team to help with that, but that's so cool, and it shows just how diverse we all are together. So, yeah, that collection was released in November. I believe the end of November is when we had that happen, 
And of course, that's going into holiday season and that's going into kind of the prime time of retail or like green week, as we would call it at my retail job, which was like Black Friday and things like that. So that's when we saw probably the biggest increase in sales and, you know, biggest numbers in revenue and things like that, which I'm so grateful and so fortunate to have actually like made a profit and not lost any money at all this first year. I mean, it's pretty insane. I don't feel like I've literally everything in this business has been bootstrapped, which if you guys know what bootstrapping is, I would be like super impressed. But if you don't know, um, that's okay. Bootstrapping is essentially, you know, every dime, every penny that is being made so every sale that's being made from your business is being put back into your business and it's not being put you know into your pocket and into that so that's why we've been able to retain a lot of the oh gosh what am I even saying just like retain the profit and not not even the profit but just like the margin and make sure that we're not losing out on sales I hope that makes sense so yeah that kind of leads us into where we are today, which is crazy. Um, I It kind of scares me a little bit because I'm thinking, okay, what's the next step? What's the next big thing? And that's something that scares me. It excites me, but it also, like I said, it scares me. I don't want it to be fear-based or anything like that, but it's constantly feeling the need. Like, even though this is my business and I'm the one that's creating all of this obviously with the help of so many incredible people like you guys but at the end of the day you know this is my baby and this is something that is so important to me so it's like okay I want to make sure that I am doing the most that I can and I've already like gosh I've already done so much in a year but at the same time it's like how how is this year gonna be even better like what's gonna be the next step that kind of thing so I took some time at the beginning of January to reflect, as I'm doing now, on what I really want out of this business and what I want to do this year. So a couple things that I'd written down were to have an established ambassador program, which is something that we are going to be announcing pretty soon. Um, We had the applications up for a while, I think back in February, and so I have the team of ambassadors finalized. Um, We haven't officially announced, like, who they are yet. Obviously, if you're in it, then you know. (laughs) Um, But it's crazy because in our ambassador, I have, like, we have an um, Instagram, like, group or whatever with all the ambassadors now, and I'm just kind of getting everyone prepared for the launch and like the release of you know that whole program and the idea behind that is just to connect everyone even more and share even more stories and um just have this like interconnected network of diaspora but so crazy uh two of the girls that i we ended up um onboarding for that they actually they both are studying or gosh i'm just gonna say studying um but they're both in sarajevo right now which is funny I was kind of a weird like coincidental um thing and I remember I hadn't this is before Instagram crashed um yesterday I go in the group and there was a video of them two together and keep in mind they had never met each other before like 
being in this like ambassador program I didn't even know they were going to meet up in Sarajevo I had no clue and I just get this video of them and they're you know just like hi like you know it's us like we're here we met each other and we hope to meet everyone else and literally made my day like that was the cutest thing I'd ever seen and stuff like that happens I don't want to say all the time but definitely very often and to the point where it's another kind of reminder and recognition that hey what you're doing is important hey what you're doing like people care about this and people are grateful for this so that definitely keeps me going and anyway I love that so much but another thing that I've been wanting to do which I haven't done entirely as much research as I should have by now but another thing is partnering with an organization in the Balkans I'm really not sure which one so basically how this would work my vague idea is to have a percentage or a portion of each sale be donated to you know a nonprofit or a different organization um, I would really like to do um, gosh I cannot speak to donate it to an organization that helps the youth in Bosnia or gosh I don't want to limit it to just Bosnia though like I want it to be inclusive and I want it to be including you know all of the countries or maybe I'll just partner with different organizations I have no idea but I really want to do that I know it sounds very millennial-y that's even a word but I do think it's important and I think you know if we are doing this why not go the extra mile and do that and give back to those kids because I this is another side note but oh my goodness I don't know if any of you have ever had the opportunity to interact with the youth and you know the students in the Balkans they're so smart like you guys oh my goodness they're so talented and the problem is that they just don't have the opportunities there like there are certain opportunities and there are certain ways that they can take advantage of things and you know study abroad in different countries and things like that but there isn't really any correct me if I'm wrong but in terms of an initiative to create those opportunities within the countries that they're currently in that doesn't really exist and I think if we're able to aid in that opportunity and you know make those kids stay there in that country then that could potentially help with all of the economic you know crises that are happening in that region of Europe um this is a whole other topic I am no expert whatsoever in this I'm just trying to think of little ways and little things that you know we can do as help because I just feel this obligation (laughs) to help people case you guys haven't noticed but seriously it's it's so important um okay so yeah those were my goals another thing to mention which is super funny and just like a good example of getting random people together and it wouldn't have happened if it weren't for this um gonna take a sip of my water real quick but another good example is you know through doing the Spoktebe collection dedicated to my dad I actually met one of my good friends Serena and she lives in Michigan and I had not known her prior 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 <laughs> wow I'm really fail- failing like we can just speak in Bosanski like it's ridiculous but anyway 
we met um, on Instagram and I'd reached out to her because I'd learned that she'd also lost her dad and all this stuff and so we've been in touch since then and we talk pretty much every day and so I finally was like dude I want to come visit you I want to see you like this is so crazy just how the universe and how the world like brought us together which might sound a little cheesy but Zodina will get it if she's listening (laughs) anyway so I actually got to go and see her this past um this past weekend the weekend before this last anyway I got to go see her point of the story beginning of March we went to Michigan and it was so fun and one of the things that we wanted to do which was so random I I didn't realize how many Bosnians there were in Michigan like there are quite a few um anyway I was like you know what let's do a meetup like let's just see you know if people come (laughs) which is so funny I didn't we didn't know what we were doing this is literally like three days before (laughs) us getting there so we didn't have any like event space or like anything reserved or rented out we were just like you know what just meet here we're gonna have a good time we'll see what happens kind of thing and I was like oh my god like is anyone actually gonna come to this like I literally was thinking that I don't know why but I was just like I don't know like I know people here but I don't at the same time and it was so freaking fun so we had it at punch bowl which was awesome and they actually have like karaoke rooms on the side so they have like if you guys don't know what punch bowl is it's a restaurant slash bar slash um like bowling and arcade games and all this random stuff so we rented out a karaoke room which was super fun um i think there were gosh there there were like maybe like i don't know 15 of us at least 10 of us for sure and just like singing karaoke i really wish that we were able to get some um balkan music on there but we just had like the program list which was kind of kind of i mean it was still fun we had a good time that was the point (laughs) but it was just insane like the fact that i was like okay we're gonna meet here like like i have that power to say okay you know just show up and we'll see what happens and the fact that it actually happened blows my mind so anyway that is the whole wrap up wow i talk way too much if you guys listen this far i really hope that you enjoyed this episode and i hope that it kind of gave you some background info on Balkan Bread, where we started, what we're all about, and, you know, our goals for the rest of the year. So, yeah, that is that. Um, a couple of other quick announcements, if you're still listening. Um, the Bosnia and Herzegovina Diaspora Conference is happening in Atlanta um, April 5th through 7th, so definitely come out. Um, there's only, I think, a few more student tickets left a few more hotel rooms to book they partnered with um i think it's one of the hyatt hotels here in atlanta so definitely come out to that we will be there and yeah we want to meet you guys it's a super fun just kind of like networking thing you get to meet a lot of other successful diaspora and just connect with people we have i think two other episodes (laughs) talking about it so definitely go check out those segments And as always, if you are interested in being featured on an upcoming episode of the podcast, you can send an email to hello at balkanbread.com with the subject line podcast. Thank you guys again for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye guys.